Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. Talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right, we're continuing our dry January. Matt already has a question, Matt. You know, John. Yeah. It's a lot easier to keep the train on the tracks with these <laughs> NA episodes. It really is. We are stone sober right now. Uh, but we got really two other uh, non-alcoholic beers. We wanted to do four. If you were with us um, last episode, we really wanted to do an episode every week in January, and we were going to do NA stuff because a lot of people do dry January, and we get a lot of questions about these NA beers. But things didn't work out for COVID reasons and vacations and all sorts of craziness that happened. Uh, so we had to go ahead and, and just cram all these in toward the end of January. And Brian has a question. You, you know, you know, I have lots of questions for you. <laughs> just to compare what we're doing today with, uh, you know, the session of four uh, NA beers. Yeah. I was so blasted the last episode of last year. <laughs> Do you remember I was, what episode that was? I don't remember what beer we drank. I don't remember recording it. And I didn't listen to it because I was so embarrassed. I was like, I don't want to listen to how bad I was. But. John, you said we were. It was funny. You said it was hysterical. I liked it. It was a great episode. We we got the name of the beer wrong. And Blaine had it. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I had to chime in. It was a complete disaster. Just so you know, we were so drunk. I, Blaine called me and he's like, "Dude, I, I don't know what to do." And I was like, "I guess you just need to put in a disclaimer right after a good sweat advertising." And it was good. I mean, if you haven't heard that episode, go check it out. It was the. Uh, so wait, what did we do wrong? We got the wrong beer. So you had bought, I thought it was the Tropical IPA, but it wasn't. It was the Blonde. I didn't buy it. Matt bought it. No, no, that was a gift beer. I, I, don't, do, I don't know. It was a complete <laughs> we disaster. We made the commercial with the wrong beer. We had the commercial <laughs> wrong. Everything about that was wrong. So I think we have, to, we have to circle back and actually try the Tropical one because, you know what, that's what we'll do. At the end of this podcast, we're going to discuss what we're going to do uh, moving forward. So, so stay tuned. But today we're talking about two beers. Uh, one is very recognizable. These are both NA beers, non-alcoholic beers, or as Matt likes to call them, near beer. Near beers. Um, so the first one is Athletic Brewing Co. Run Wild IPA, and the other one is Heineken Zero Zero, premium quality, right on the can. And and uh, Matt is it's really interested. Whatever, it's a bottle. It's actually a small bottle too. It's not even a full twelve ounce bottle. This is an eleven and a you half. You gotta say percent. that's pretty classy putting NA beer in a bottle in a, in a green bottle. Isn't that in standard for most European beers that they cheat us out of those 0.8 ounces? They always do. Always. They always do. <laughs> Let's go over. Um... <laughs> I just did a head motion for those of you at home. <laughs> I wish you could see that. And, yeah. and we did have some feedback, somebody wanting us to do video podcasts. Yeah, but, you know what? Yeah. So I think uh, that's a good idea. This, this is a good little point I want to make. Um, Goodswillhunting.com uh, Good is our website. It's been up now for a while. And we are posting all of our beer reviews. And there's so many past episodes. You can just go through, click on them. You can listen to it through our website. You can also go to our bio page under About. There's also our Patreon at the top. We've got links to our Reddit. Because Matt runs our Reddit. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Untapped. We got, 
it has everything you would want to know right there. Brian's really working hard on his beer break. <laughs> he's going to do, uh, he's going to kind of break down a little bit uh, about the beers and what we do. Blaine's got Goodswill advertising under there. And, and I'm hoping to have links so people can buy some of the stuff. Mm, that would be a great that way, way to do it. You could try what we tried, and we want to get your feedback. That's true. We would love, we and we've gotten feedback, as Blaine had mentioned. Somebody wants us to do a video with the podcast. I don't know if that's a good idea, but it's something we'll consider. And we're also talking about putting up our, our Goodswill advertising onto YouTube or maybe TikTok or something like that. We got a lot of plans. We got plans, and we got time. And we, we also have to discuss one other thing. The elephant in the room is inflation. You know, we had 7% overall last year. Some say yeah. higher. Some say, you know, we're going for another 8% in the month of January. So that really brings our swill threshold into question. Is it still going to be under $8 for a six-pack? You know, we, we, we're going to have to discuss that. And we'd yeah, like you talked, to chime oh, in. We talked about nine ninety nine. Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe. As someone who works in the beer industry and has seen uh, the prices going up, Every beer that you know is going to go up, and it's going to go up by a large amount in the next mm. couple months for many reasons. One, beyond the shortages of everything the world's going through right now, last year was an abysmal year for growing malt. Really? And so I didn't know that, that. Yes. Yeah, so huh. malt prices are through the roof right now. Um, cans stupid high right now in fact many smaller breweries aren't going to be able to buy cans because the can manufacturers now have minimum orders and your local brewery down the street from you is going to be able to afford that minimum order because oh, wow. they're not going to be able to buy that many cans and use that many for the size of their system kegs are the prices on kegs are probably up a good 30 to 40 percent and just the empty keg vessel geez. right now and brian i feel like this doesn't get a lot of play in the press because you know people are more worried about eating and how much groceries are going up. alcohol. <laughs> Filling your car. But alcohol's important. <laughs> yes, uh, and it is. I think that means our podcast is needed more than ever today because we will find the best of the cheap stuff if while it's out there. And yep. you kind of look at the landscape and see, it is the best of the cheap stuff more expensive, right? Yeah. So. But we'll, we'll have that discussion. But I think it's fair. If, we, if we're finding others that the price is going up everywhere, um, we need to probably raise our price threshold. So... Um, and, you know, the prices that we've done in the past 50 episodes may not still be the price. They might have gone up, you know. So yep. if you're wondering how we got something for three ninety nine a six-pack, well, <laughs> inflation. So anyway. Um, Do you think the price of Penn's best NA is going to go up? I mean, two ninety nine for a six-pack. <laughs> that is the cheapest we've ever done. And that is some swill right there. That is it's $2.99. That's four cents. Let's talk about the ones we're doing today, though. Uh, so we've got Run Wild IPA. Which this I is, love this can. It's a nice can. It's a nice blue. I like that color blue. It reminds um, me almost of Montucky. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, Montucky. Go check that out on our website. Um, this is by Athletic Brewing, a company. This was found at Total Wine by Brian. This was $9.99 for a six-pack. So this is $0.14 cents an ounce, which I think is probably the most pricey we've done. And this doesn't have any alcohol in it. Less than 5%. Uh, but I, I, I picked this out for a reason because I knew you were going to say that about price. This is one of the most expensive ones. It is. I did this not necessarily because it's swill, but this is the benchmark. This is, there are two breweries that, uh, non-alcoholic breweries that I think are driving the market right now, Athletic and Syria, uh, which is C-E-R-I-A. Oh. So that's why I picked this beer. 
Okay, that's good to know. Well, and we'll get more into that. Um, Untap describes this one as the ultimate sessionable IPA, brewed with a blend of Northwest hops with citra and mosaic at the for- the uh, forefront. Body of premium organic malts from U.S. and Germany. Subtle yet complex malt profile. Untap users give it a three point four rating, Whoa. pretty high. This has point zero four percent alcohol on that one, and uh, the next one is Heineken 00. This was a six-pack at $8.99, so this is putting this at about $0.13 an ounce. Uh, Untapped describes it in German, unfortunately. Only one of our Good Swill swill Hunting Untapped friends, Andrew Wilson, has actually had this beer before. Untapped users gave it a 2.39 rating, um, and it has no logged ABV. I think that's why it says 0%. It says alcohol-free right on the bottle itself. So this might truly be a non-alcoholic beer. It's kind of funny looking at the Heineken brand label on our, on our podcast desk here. (laughs) We've never had anything this fancy looking, even though it is. Yeah. Non-alcoholic. So why don't you guys crack them open? We're going to do good. uh, We're going to do first sips impressions all together here after we kind of crack these guys. And uh, now uh, the Heineken is actually, uh, it's, it's not a twist top. So there he goes. Good job, Blaine. He's got his. So uh, let's 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 take a little sip of these. See what we think. And Heineken is probably the most well known. You see the advertisement almost every day in the month of January, and um, you know it's front and center in the beer aisle. Um, this Athletic Brewing Company IPA, the first I've seen of it. But you know, Blaine, you had mentioned uh, the can looks nice and so yeah. Gmat. It's a nice, it's a nice blue. Why don't you it's tell a, us a little bit about the can? It is a beautiful blue can. And it looks like a little yellow road going in between some foothills. Uh, Athletic Brewing Company, Run Wild IPA. Yeah, it's it's an. I mean, if I huh. didn't see the non-alcoholic on here, I would think this was a craft brewery, like or a craft like actual alcoholic beer. Yeah. Um, Matt, you took your first sip. It says some right? stuff on the back. Hold on. Oh, sorry. At Athletic Brewing Company, we are pioneering a craft brew revolution. We believe you shouldn't have to sacrifice your ability to be at your best to enjoy great brews. So we created our innovative lineup of refreshing non-alcoholic craft brews. Okay. And what about the uh, the Heineken one? It, it, it just, it's basically a Heineken yeah, label. It looks like a Heineken bottle, but it's, uh, it's blue. The label is like a really bright blue and some nice silvery lettering on there and just says 0.0 alcohol free. So this one doesn't even say like less than 5%. Yeah, it's zero. It's zero percent. All right, let's do first sip impressions then. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. All right, Brian. I need to put you on the spot first um, for the for the first sip impressions. Uh, what was your impression of the IPA? First off, right. I haven't tried the Heineken yet, so um, but the IPA so smells awesome. Like uh, it, it reminds me a lot of the um, hopping nomad on the nose. Yes, it, and, and I'm, I smelled it. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna like this. Like, I, I agree. Oddly going to like a non-alcoholic IPA. Is that the citra you think in there? Yeah, and then I taste it and I'm like, oh dear lord, why would you do this? Why would you make something called an IPA and make put and this is not an IPA. I'm sorry. I, it's terrible. You don't like it. No. I thought you were going to say something good for a second there. So did no. I. 
You know what? You know what I don't like about it. I, I do like the hops in it, and I shouldn't say it's terrible. It's not great. What I don't like, and I'm and I'm curious if this has to do with the way it's produced, but that pencil shaving flavor I mentioned on Surreal's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Porter, I get that at the end of this beer, and I'm wondering. Both of a, both breweries wouldn't tell you what their process is because it's proprietary and how they get the alcohol out. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it's something where they're removing that alcohol that lends to that pencil shaving flavor. Because I've caught it in both beers really large, and I hate it. Interesting. That's funny. I'm, I, maybe we can call them up find out. Am I supposed to do Heineken yeah, now, too? Keep, I feel- keep, take your first sip of that Heineken, and, and I'm curious what you think about that as well. It's the green bottle, so we'll see if it's skunky enough, if it's heineken enough. We all know what a Heineken tastes like. So what do you think? Well, well, that's an interesting face. Um, right off the bat, I think that it has a skunkiness. It's skunky, not as skunky as a Heineken, but it does definitely have some skunkiness. Where I find that it's really off is it's sweeter, a lot sweeter than a Heineken would be. Yes, yes. Uh, and Matt, you're kind of like our Heineken guy, right? So what You've are your been first to sips the Heineken guy? I have been to the brewery. brewery. What do you think? What are your first sips on both those? Uh, I'll start with the Heineken. I'm glad I had it um, because it's a lot better than the the blue one. But I'll get there in a second. Um, yeah, it tastes a lot like a Heineken. I'm with Brian a little sweeter, but it does definitely have a little hint of that skunk to it. Mm-hmm. Not as powerful as I like, but uh, you know, I like skunky beers. And then this this run wild stuff, it tastes like I'm drinking Pledge. It, it's awful. <laughs> have you and, done that before? Oh, well, you know, sometimes you, <laughs> you run out, <laughs> spiked your can with a little pine saw. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's awful. It's got a very weird aftertaste for me. Oh. What about you, Blaine? First sips. So the IPA, that was, it was kind of weird. It had that bitter IPA taste mm-hmm. in there. I, I didn't hear you guys mention that, but there wasn't that bitter IPA taste in there. But it's, again, that first initial watery kind of flavor at first. And and then some of that funkiness kind of what Brian said came with that porter. That's it's Yeah, it's like a real off-putting, weird, watered-down flavor that's just kind of gross yeah and i don't know if it's, it has something to do with putting that flavor in there or something uh but yeah I, I, first sip's not good on the on the on the run wild i think if you remove that it might actually be a good beer i i, I think i think it might be uh so far I'm, i i like the heineken do you really it actually i mean i don't know if it's because i took the sip of the run wild first and those other two the last episode so <laughs> well I, no i no the, uh, the other stuff was good in the silver can, but the porter was awful. This yep. Heineken is, like, refreshing. It comes off refreshing at mm. first, and there is a little bit of that funkiness to it. Yeah. Um, so, so far, in the non-alcoholic beer world, the Heineken's Taking the it. first sip wasn't bad. I, I, you know, the uh, Athletic Brewing Run Wild, it, this one fooled me. This, this tasted like a... It had alcohol in it, at least on yeah. the first the first part of the sip. And this it's it definitely is an IPA. Um, I'm super curious what this would taste like with alcohol. You know, I think this could be a good beer. Do they make this with alcohol? Is this just the non-alcoholic version? <laughs> if they, I, he's trying <laughs> to hand me a flask. I'm doing flask. dry January, um, but this uh, this one fooled me. On the back end, on the back end, there is something there that I, I'm not liking. I don't know if the alcohol would dulled that nasty it's, with, it's it's but it's without compromise it's it it without can. compromise the heineken um it does it tastes like a heineken but the, it is that there is a little bit of sweetness in there and there's something sharper i don't know i think it's yeah 
I don't know, but definitely you, if you even blind taste tested this, you could tell it was a Heineken. It's got that that Heineken-y uh, flavor. So, yeah. All right, Brian. Let's talk about let's talk about the popularity of of these NA beers. They've really they've really exploded in in recent years. So, what what do you got to tell us today? It, it really comes down to one thing: younger generations, right? Not our age group that grew up doing uh, keg stands at frat parties or college parties. The younger generation just isn't drinking as much. They're more concerned about their health than we we are, we were. So they want to drink fake beer. Right. Well, this is also <laughs> why hard seltzers are so popular, because they want something either very light in alcohol, but or those they want things, things are so much off. worse. Because you pound those things and get just... Yeah, just those are hard. My wife doesn't let me drink them, <laughs> but they claim that it has to do with this generation, the younger generation that are in their early twenties. That they don't. It's their healthy lifestyle. They view alcohol as being bad for their body, not only from a, a caloric point of view, uh, but also from what you know the alcohol does to your liver. So they're going to drink a lot lower ABV stuff than they're, they're not even really into cocktails as much anymore. Those are kind of a dying breed. Now, this is also the same generation that doesn't want to get their driver's license. These kids don't want to learn to drive anymore, and I just don't understand it because, like, <laughs> when I was a kid, all I wanted to do is, is, is drink <laughs> and drive. Not, not together, but I wanted to, to start drinking, and I wanted to be able to drive, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drink and drive. Yeah. He said separately. <laughs> separately. We do not condone that. No. Uh, so that's really, and that's when, but when you go to the stores, I went to, to Total Wine, and I probably saw several dozen options for non-alcoholic wow. beer. There's now, a lot. Now, part that's of surprising. that is it's January, so they have more. Sure. You, yeah. know, you know, it's like, it's seasonal. Pumpkin beers okay. are big during the fall. So can you go over the reasons why this exists? So generation health. And, and health and what are religious purposes? Too. Religious purposes. Uh, I mean, so earlier or last episode when I was talking about the various ways of making beer uh, and, and uh, non-alcoholic beer. And one of them is you just don't add yeast. That's really big in Muslim countries. Now, you're going to get an extremely sweet beverage that way that oh. I think would be disgusting. But. Um, religious purposes, um, health purposes, and then honestly, people that aren't alcoholics and they still want that flavor, but they don't want the buzz anymore. Okay, that, but I don't get it. And that brings me to the anecdotal thing that I've heard about non-alcoholic beers. If somebody has a maybe a drinking issue or they're concerned about that, and maybe they're trying to wean off and or or yeah, maybe they don't want to have too many. That that's what this is for is to you know feel like you're you know getting that habit out, but you're not overdoing it. Is, is there any truth to that? I don't know, because I'm thinking that if when I smell this, I want a real beer. Like I think that if yeah. I was if I was a recovering alcoholic and I'm at a bar and if somebody hands me one of this, I'd be just like, dude, just give me a real Heineken. It's like yeah. eating sugar free chocolate. You, but here's what here's a situation. Yeah, exactly. Here's a situation I could totally see this coming in really handy. I would keep this in my beer fridge. And when I have a fire in the spring and we have somebody who's had way too many, I'd be like, hey, try this one. This is really good. And they, they won't, won't read, even know. They won't read the can. And they'll be just getting hydrated and help them out a little bit. You know what I mean? They I won't can. even know. This, this beer is this really good beer. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because I, I think back at the, 
both episodes I was thinking to this like one in, in college uh, we had t-shirts for the formals like you probably did right you went to the formal the spring formal 20 2001 or whatever are you talking high school here no fraternity for formals I was not in a fraternity okay well one of the one <laughs> that of the, explains so much so much one, one of the guys one of our guys was a cartoonist in our fraternity and he came up with this you know like different you know freshmen sophomore juniors and um seniors and one of them there's a guy saying oh i'm so drunk right now and the bartender and the thing goes you've been drinking na beer all night <laughs> yeah <laughs> so was he like was he like yo bro check out my drawing bro <laughs> with his pop collar <laughs> no, i'm just kidding man i'm messing with you so, so, wait, hold on. brian's the, give me a look like so, he wants to punch me says the guy making voices trying to you know advertise his voice hey, over hey, hey, all right, all right, oh, all right. Oh, okay hey, yeah i can't i can't knock on the arts i'm just joking all right, i want to point this out i think though. that's cool let's cut co- <laughs> let's let's talk about the the popularity of this i want to put these in real numbers um non-alcoholic beer according to a business um uh group says they were growing from $15 billion in 2020 to almost $17 billion in 21. We don't know what it'll be in 22, but they think by the year 2025, non-alcoholic beer market will reach $23 billion. That's huge. And <laughs> Matt's shaking his what head. <laughs> qualifies? What qualifies for non-alcoholic beer? 0% to 1.2% is considered non-alcoholic beer. Oh, so Ultra is still considered to be. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the percentage is. It's like 4%. So that's I'm just going to say this. Huge. All right. Y'all are already crowding out my beer aisle. All right. With your friggin' <laughs> seltzers. With your, and now you got this non alcoholic crap in there. No. Don't even keep that crap cold. Bush you know, makes it. You're not going to. It's but not like Bush you just got it. off work. And I'm, I don't give a damn if Bush makes a non alcoholic beer. I'm not going to buy it. Get it out of my beer cooler. You know, it's like I get in there. Matt's beer agent. My, my beer guys. The only reason that my store, I think, sells the cases of Bush Ice is because I buy one every other day. <laughs> you well, know, they don't for one guy. I've gone to two other food lines. They only sell the 12 packs. And I'm certain it's because I'm not there buying two of them so at a time. So when you're on vacation, you're like, what happened? We're not selling any. So as one of the store associates like pointing at you and talking to his manager, and he's like, that's the guy right there. Hey, I, <laughs> Maddie Ice. I have that's why I got to keep it in stock, man. I have cut out the UPC code on the bottom of the beer box. I carry it in my wallet. So when I get to the check stand, <laughs> I, just, I just pull that out and say, this is for the beer. They scan it twice. It goes back in my wallet. <laughs> You're really serious? My, my, yeah, my wallet's out here. In the- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a keychain. So you don't even have to do that. It, like it'll a, be on your keychain. Like a plastic one. And- yeah, let's get him a keychain. Let's <laughs> get him like a metal printed. It's a nice UPC. conversation piece. Why doesn't? Why doesn't? You know what? They need to reach out to you. You need to be there. They need to sponsor you. They should get you a UPC code embedded on like uh, your keychain on your belly. Should I give it a tattoo? <laughs> Should I get a tattoo? Here's, here's my thought. They're like a NASCAR driver. <laughs> here's my thought, and this this kind of like really kind of pissed me off over the Christmas holiday, right? I'm thinking that we need to reach out to Bush Beer. And especially, like, you betcha guy, right? Everybody knows you betcha guy. Oh, mister, he drinks Bush Light. The, you know, all his funny names for it, right? He's not a real deal. He's a phony. He's a fake. <laughs> he has all these videos about parenting and having, you know, and, and, and spouse issues. He just got engaged for the first time. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I watched his videos and I felt like I was defrauded. I'm so upset. 
Matt's he's the real, the real deal. Matt's the Matt real is deal. The re- Matty Ice. Yeah. Cancel everything with the You Betcha guy, and we got the Matt guy. <laughs> and, and let me just say, this is why you should not drink non-alcoholic beer. We're angry. We're angry because <laughs> oh, I'm this, this beer is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to bleep that one, but yeah, we're angry oh, because there's no alcohol in it. We haven't said the word once. <laughs> But but we talked about the trends and, and and the popularity of it. And at CBC this past year, I did see a lot of companies that were at the different and CBC is a craft brewers conference. A lot of companies uh, on the trade show floor were had dealk equipment up uh, that they yeah. were selling and advertising. In fact, one of them is really interesting. Full circle on the trends here: seltzers are big, non-alcoholic beer is big. They actually have a this company. You brew a beer. And when you're done, when they're done making the beer, you run it through their de-alk machine. Really? Yes. And you pull the alcohol out of the beer and you send it over to the seltzer. That's how they how they do that, huh? And, and so wow. you're now able to make two products with one process. Well, see, I mean, they're just trying to expand their their market. I mean, if they if there's a segment of the population that doesn't want alcohol, why not? I say screw that segment. I, I <laughs> before we move too far ahead, I, I so do the coffee wanna, shops are for folks. I, I do want to uh, drop a note of how much it took to get. Matt and Brian, they to, were to very non-alcoholic. It. They were this, is, this is why we have flasks, <laughs> and I'm drinking a Miller Lite. I think they coordinated. I think there's some like a month of negotiating <laughs> to pull <laughs> to off these it. non-alcoholic. That's the episodes. real reason we had to wait. So, the if mid. any of our listeners are offended, we have two participants of the podcast, <laughs> podcast who may be more offended <laughs> than you. <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Let's do a last call. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, Last Call, this is where we give it a rating, and I, and I think it's fair to say that we're going to have to skew this rating a little bit because these are non-alcoholic beers. We really can't run them um, you know, against the same kind of, of rigid... Uh, you know, ex- We can't do this here. This yeah, is a little different. So if we gave one of these a three... And we get it's a, different. Yeah, it's different. Um, and Matt has been just chomping at the bit. He really wants to tell us what he thinks. So Matt Heineken, you you do like Heineken? What do you think of the zero zero? Oh, the Heineken zero zero is getting a three. Is it a three out of me? Wow. Yeah, for sure. This is the kind of thing. This is that, a skewed rating, though. You should give this to me if I'm too drunk because it looks like a Heineken. <laughs> I'm probably not focused on it. Yes, definitely. That's cool. I could drink the Heineken zero point zero. What about the other one? I am Run so wild. mad at myself right now for finishing <laughs> you that. You finished it. It is god awful. And it's even worse when you try to just slam it and get it over with. I'm going to take a page from Blaine's book and give it a zero. Or who gave it a zero last time? Um, I gave uh, I gave the porter a zero. That's right. You I gave it a negative 10. Yeah, I'm giving this a zero because... I'm not negative, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, what do you think? All right, so I was of all the NA beers we did. I think I was more excited about these two. Once I said I picked up the Athletic because it is so big. Came out in 2018, and they won a ton of awards. Um, just they're growing exponentially. They have a ton of celebrity investors in the company. Oh. JJ Watt, Lance Armstrong, the dude that founded Tom's Shoes. 
Um, and they're really like aligning this to fitness. They actually do. This is hysterical. Gym and tap room pop ups. They say oh, you could gosh. do your beer and burpees, but this isn't oh, beer. Goodness. This isn't beer. Which gets me to my I'm review. So, what? I feel like that's almost like you're just trying to like insult. So, oh, I'm such a good. I'm such a good Look athlete, and you know, I smell my own farts. <laughs> <laughs> they smell good. <laughs> they, they do smell good. It's really good. I'll Boy. drop. I'll drop it at a zero. It's not as. <laughs> it's not as bad as that porter because there is some IPA resemblance to it. Um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, the last episode, my, my filter was. Would I use this as a substitute during dry January? And two, um, does it closely resemble beer? I would not use this as a substitute during dry January um, just because that aftertaste kills me. And does this resemble IPA? Sure, but that aftertaste just kills it and makes it a non-beer for me. Zero. Heineken, (laughs) on the other hand, really interesting. I was excited to try this one because they actually, if you uh, remember uh, to last episode how these beers are brewed. This is one that has a special yeast that produces zero alcohol. Hence why they're the only zero, zero beer that we've done. Um, is, it, is this one where they remove the alcohol? No, the yeast doesn't produce alcohol. Oh, okay. Special yeah. yeast. Yeah. So it, it, this is, yeah, I would, I would use this as a substitute during dry January. Mm-hmm. Once again, in a food situation where I feel like a beer would be best with this food. Um I don't think it's as good as the pen's best, which I gave a three to. Um, I'll give this a two. Okay. Blaine, balance that out. So uh, <clears throat> this uh, Run Wild IPA, it, it had that like IPA aftertaste a little bit, and then some of the, a lot of the funkiness, too. I've still got uh, almost a full can here. It's really bad. But <laughs> it's, it, it's not as bad as the zero I gave the porter. So I'll give this a .5. Um, okay. Just because there's... I'm kind of impressed that there's any kind of resemblance of an IPA on that. I'm going to give the Heineken a three and a half. Oh, wow. And if it was like summer and you're on a golf course and, you know, you kind of want to finish your 18 holes without, you know, (laughs) passing out on the green uh, and you need to switch to this, it really, it's not bad. Yeah. uh, Considering. Okay. Um, You know what? The initially with this run wild, I was like, well, this, this tricked me. It, it did taste like an IPA, but the more I drink it, it's just the less I, I like it. It's yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. I don't. I'm, and, and after hearing about the burpees and crap, I don't know. I'm gonna put this. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of makes you mad. I'm, I'm gonna have I'm burpees. some burpees going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, a one just for fooling me here off the top. Um, the Heineken, I'm I'm conflicted on this one. It do, it has the that classic Heineken taste. Um, I don't know if I like it very much. But I do think that this is a smart thing to keep in the beer fridge for that friend who might have had too much. If Matt comes over, I think this is something I'll I'll hand off. I have been in this situation before. I have been handed things that are not alcohol, and I have handed them to others. But this is probably what I'll so I'll keep this. I might keep this in the in the beer but fridge. But they have to kind of like Heineken, though. That's true. Yeah, this is a green. I wonder if they make a, another. We there's there's so many NAs out there we could have done, but we we picked this one because it's so recognizable. I'm gonna. Would you this at a two and a half? Would you take a sharpie to the non-alcoholic part of it so that way they don't know it? Well, like, you could always of, pour it into a cup. That's right? true. Or you, you could do that. You could, you could stick a, an actual Heineken sticker on it. You could do Just that too. You could you could pour it into their empty. I don't know. Uh, 
I'm glad we did these. I, I don't know if we'll do any more NA beers we won't. next year. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where things will go. Uh, but we've got a lot of ideas floating out there. We've talked about having a special Valentine's Day uh, episode. We're looking for beers. We're talking about whether or not we need to raise our price point. We're quickly coming um, up on one year of our podcast. Right. We start March, this. And uh, we got St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day will be our one-year anniversary. I also want to... Um, Talk about this. So we we um, go to our website. So we've worked really hard on the website. It looks really good. Um, we've gotten some feedback. We got uh, somebody reached out who went to goodswillhunting.com. His name is Ray Edgeworth. He lives out in Alabama. He loves the podcast. He's been telling all his friends about it. He wants to kind of connect with us because he's got some stuff in Alabama that he wants to send our way. Alabama. So Ray, thank you for for listening. I mentioned we give you a shout out. He also says there's some good stuff in Chattanooga. But the what tipped what tipped him off, what he, why he wanted to go ahead and contact us, was because he really likes Lone Star. And he says Lone Star. Well, he's a genius. He said something happens to Lone Star I, once I, you leave the Texas, I, the state of Texas. Once you leave the state lines, I it doesn't taste that comment. the same. That was great. It's different. And he, he's Adam. He's like they they're a great brewer. They have big big they're community members and, and stuff like that but that kind of echoed what matt said about lone star when we tried it is he, he said that. it tasted better in your memory than when we had it on the podcast it tasted better when i drank it down in texas is whenever i go to texas it's something about it. Maybe he may we'll be right go. we'll have to go but ray thanks for the for the email and if you want to reach out just go to our website thiswillhunt.com can i tell ray something mm-hmm. uh if he if he sends us something from alabama we'll we'll do maybe some leonard skinnerd Oh, nice. Yeah, sweet home. So Al- that's my promise. To Alabama you. has a great craft beer scene. I don't think a lot of people that's give what him he was credit. Saying. Yeah. He, he's, and now he, he's trying to find something that would meet our threshold, our swill threshold. Yeah. Um, but hey, tune in next week. We'll be back to real beers real with alcohol in them. Uh, and so we're going to go through our, we're gonna go through our beer fridge, figure out what we're going to do. But this has been Good Swill Hunting. Hit us up online. See you next week.